The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am The Nightmare, joined by Rotten Jack. We are wedged fantastically between the end of spooky season and the start of what is affectionately known as the holidays rj what's going on my man not much how are you my friend oh you know we're doing it we're a day late and a dollar short as usual but it's common debauchery so uh why not listen as long as there's an episode a week going out like who really gives a shit yeah you know we try to be consistent for people you know some people like to oh i'm gonna listen to the show on wednesday on my ride to work yeah you know we missed them this week we'll get you next week maybe but uh so <laughs> no guarantees <laughs> no kidding uh especially because i'm going to be out in the woods and uh also uh why couldn't this snowstorm hit when i'm like home we could do like all kinds of cool specials if we were snowed in right i i am honestly like i'm half and half on this snowstorm i am so very much like you know they do this every goddamn year that they call for 6 feet of snow in a very short amount of time and then it ends up being like a total of three inches well but here's the problem the one time that they didn't do this right buried in seven and a half feet right um i also saw a thing where people are posting out there like listen it is uncommon for the national weather service to use yeah, I, the phrase extreme risk yeah i did see that so uh, take heed, take note, and be ready. Like they're literally saying, like, listen, if this if this thing hits the way we it's currently on track to hit, it could be November two point Yeah. So uh, needless to say, I got a little bit of running around to do tomorrow in the morning. I'm going to get my haircut. I'm chopping all this shit off. No. Yeah. Ah, uh, you people with hair have no idea how good you have it. Well, I don't grow my hair for you unfortunately they're big buddy i know uh i'm just i'm honestly tired of it uh but you know i'm gonna run to the store get some you know chicken breast and whatnot yeah stock up cook up and uh i am honestly looking forward to i'm kind of hoping that this hits the way it says it's gonna hit because that means that i may not have to go to work friday and or saturday and which is perfect timing because there's a brand new Pokemon game coming out tomorrow night at midnight. And if I don't have to go to work and I can sit down and play all day Friday and or all day Saturday, uh, that's going to be a, like, I'm not going to complain about that. Right. Um, I am curious to what happens because I, uh, if the weather is bad enough, um, they could potentially close the office, but I'm supposed to be off on Friday. And if the alert goes out that the office is closed, I'm going to look at them and be like, um, I get my hours back then, right? Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you can't charge me hours to be off if everyone else was off too, because you closed the office. That's the right. Year. So well, um, by the way, when are you leaving for uh, camp? Thursday night? So Thursday evening. So when well, keep in mind, they are shutting the throughways at four o'clock tomorrow. Oh, fine. Perfect. 
Yeah, we don't we don't do that. It's not how we it's not how we Oh, play. you go you go down like uh ninety eight the back way. Yeah, ninety eight to two forty three. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh I forget that's the easier way from where we're located to get down there. Yeah, I'm not doing like we're not doing like the four hundred into yeah down into arcade and yeah not doing down, that yeah I, I i've only went that way down through east aurora down 98 i went that way once we've uh we've, I, we've been a few times when we lived in orchard park but you know, now that we're over here we just shimmy and shake down toward all yeah. through that way down down that way so yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah i am i am on the verge of leaving to be the great white hunter as uh the joke goes and you know put that on the list of things people could cancel us for because apparently make sure you stock up on your little uh your little debbies so you got something to snack on while you're looking at nothing yeah no listen man we pack uh lunches and i love it i'm all for it so good man yeah we 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 are not the we are not the hunters that get up and move around we we park our asses in our in our spot and we sit yeah from sun up to sundown bring a whole box of fucking ho-hos with you no again dude we pack lunches we bring like two sandwiches a thermos full of tea like we don't i'd still there. i'd still be with a box of fucking ho-hos yeah and again you're gonna sit there and open crinkly paper and scare the deer away but that's not how that works you have to plan to eat quietly that's why you pre-open them and put them in a ziploc baggie and then you're opening the ziploc bag oh, oh whatever <laughs> Don't tempt me, monkey. I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, in because because we know we're doing this one, and we're not sure what next week is going to have to offer. Uh, we are doing, and this was th- excellently thought up by you, and I'm, I'm hoping that it was at least slightly inspired by our candy bar bracket that's going on on Instagram right now. Uh, slightly. That's what gave me, like... We should do like a, a ranking type list, but so I was I've, just thinking, you know, I've, I've decided, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue. I'm going to actually put this in, I'm going to make a bracket out of this and all right, do that for next week. But we are ranking our top. We have a list of, of 15 thanksgiving sides and we're going to rank them from worst to best from worst to best so without further ado because knowing the two of us we're going to talk about some of these at length a little bit and get into Mm -hmm. it uh let's get it going and i'm going to let you start off with your number 15 number 15 green bean casserole really yeah i love green beans i don't like casseroles i am very intrigued by that my number 15 is cranberry sauce. See, arguably cranberry sauce could have been my number 15, but yeah, especially like that, that canned fucking cranberry sauce, but we'll, we'll get to, we'll get, well, I mean, you're talking about cranberry sauce. So let's talk about green bean casserole and cranberry sauce. Okay. So the green bean casserole, which I won't tell you where it is on my list. We'll get there when we get there. Um, I mean, so we're talking your traditional, green beans in a dish it's got like the what is it the crunchy onions on top mm-hmm. usually and then it's got what cheese and some type of like gravy-ish stuff like mixed yeah. in, melted in 
I don't even know what's in it. I just know I like it. I just, like I said, I'm not a fan of casseroles. What is it about casseroles that you're not a fan of? I don't know. I just, I've never liked them. I even growing up, like I love tuna. I love like pasta. I tuna casserole is fucking disgusting to me. Interesting. I, I don't know why. So, and it has, it has nothing to do with like warm tuna either on that end. Cause I love a good tuna melt. I, I need to know what defines a casserole. A dish in which food may be baked and served. Food cooked and served in a casserole. Deep round, usually porcelain dish with a handle used for heating substances in the laboratory. That's different. Yeah, so apparently all it needs for something to be a casserole is for it to be a hot dish, typically baked food with three main components, meat, various chopped or canned veggies and a starchy binder. Yeah. So here's the thing though. I love green beans. I just don't want them in casserole form. So out of curiosity, how do you feel about lasagna? I like lasagna. Lasagna is a casserole. Okay. Well, it doesn't, whatever. We're not getting into this, this argument. Like I just, whatever okay so I, I just had to ask because you said you don't like casseroles so like you like green beans but you don't like casseroles so what is it yeah. about the casserole that you don't like i don't know i just don't like the combination of green bean casserole okay that's fair uh cranberry sauce for me just doesn't do it um, wow, cranberry sauce is gross like whether it's the canned stuff or whether it's homemade it just it doesn't need to be a thing and i Truth be told, I'm pretty sure, and I don't remember if it's my mom or my dad, but I'm pretty sure only one of them eats it, and they're the only person I know who does. And usually at Thanksgiving feasts, people put it out, and they're like, oh, and we have cranberry sauce for whoever wants some, and it's almost always thrown out, almost untouched every year. Yeah. I don't understand where cranberry sauce came from. I don't even know what it is, other than... I don't want to know what it is because like, especially when you get that canned shit, even though they cut it into little slices, you still have the fucking ridges from the goddamn no. can on it. Oh no. In my family, when we did the whole Thanksgiving shtick, we did uh, like when it would come out of the can, it would just, it just, blah, 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 and yeah. just they're in can form. And then yeah, so- my family at least fucking slices it. Yeah, no, we're the little we're, slices. We're heathen like that. We just let it sit. Uh, we we knock it over on its side. It just it literally just, it's it takes the shape of the can, and it's just a red gelatinous can sitting in the thing. Right. And like, here's the weird thing. Like, I love cranberries. Like, I like I love cranberry juice. I do not want to touch this cranberry sauce with a ten fucking foot bowl. Yeah. Um. Maybe I might be brave this year and actually try it. Maybe I won't dislike it. I, listen, let me know how it goes because I can tell you I will not be adding something that I enjoy. Like that, I I mean, again, I I don't know that I've ever had it. It just always looks gross. Yeah, so I've never tried it. That's so why. That's why I've never eaten it. It just looks fucking disgusting. Yeah, and that's why it's at the bottom of my list because I've never had it because it doesn't look like something I want to eat. Yeah. Number fourteen for me is candied yams. Hmm. 
I don't know that I've ever had them. Candied yams are basically just baked sweet potatoes, like glazed sweet potato. Right. And I, I, I don't know that I've ever had them, which is why they're as low as they are for me. Gotcha. Because I can't rank something higher than something I've had. True. True. Uh, 14 for me is sweet potato casserole. I was curious of where you were putting the sweet tater casserole because of your affinity for not liking casseroles. Uh, That one, I have more of an explanation of. I love sweet potatoes. I don't like the marshmallows on the sweet potato casserole. Oh, my God. That's the best part. No, mm -mm, it doesn't do it for me. It's like sweet potato s'mores. No. See, I love sweet potatoes. I love marshmallows. I do not like them put together. Oh, that is a weird combination of things not to enjoy. When you enjoy the things that are in that combination. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't like it. Wow. It's not for me. I I am very intrigued to see how the rest of our. Yeah. We're, we're differing. We're not, pretty, we're not even. I mean, close. I'm pretty sure like our top ones are probably going to be pretty goddamn similar. Uh, but I would, you I know. would say our top two are probably going to be pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, uh, Again, so I can't really talk about candy yams because I've never had them. Uh, you obviously just not a fan of the marshmallows on the sweet. Yeah, potatoes. I just don't like the combination of the sweet potatoes and the marshmallows. Oh, I'm so looking forward to all the food this year. <laughs> one week, uh, one week till I get to look at it. Right. Uh, Thirteen for me is cranberry sauce, which we've already talked about a bit. Right. Thirteen for me is butternut squash. Really? You don't like squash? I don't mind squash. It I is love squash. Not, it is not my favorite. Um, there are a few things and and really it's more this is this is where it is. And it's probably pretty interchangeable with my number two or my number twelve, but everything above it I'm a big fan of. True. So like these these next two like this one and the next one kind of got placed simply out of necessity of the sure. of everything in front of it in my in my opinion yeah that's kind of that's kind of way like my next three are so my number 12 is glazed carrots okay i love me some glazed carrots Carrots for me are so hit or miss. It's not even, it's not funny. So like, (laughs) like carrot sticks that I'm dipping in blue cheese. I'm in all day. Baby carrots. Also. Okay. You put baby carrots in like a stew or, uh, my family likes to do, uh, with like a pot roast. Yeah. You eat like, so you, you like, you chop potatoes, and then you chop the, and then you just dump the baby carrots in with the uh, the pot roast in the crock pot. Yeah. And like those are the veggies for for the meal. I don't like them. I don't like the potatoes that way either. So did you not like the glazed carrots I made for you when you came over to watch WrestleMania? Those were good. I did like those. Okay. But again, carrots are very hit and miss with me. And that was simple. That was just salt, pepper, and olive oil. Right. So to me, bake those- them. Those, yeah, those, those weren't glazed carrots to me. Those were just more like baked carrots. Okay, that's fair. So what would you consider a glazed carrot to be? What's on a glazed carrot then? Um, 
something more than olive oil on top. Because, mm. like, okay, so if you if you if you take potatoes and you chop them into like quarters yeah. or eighths, depending on the size of the potato, and you did you just salt, pepper, and olive oil and threw them in the oven, what would you call those? Potatoes, like like roasted potatoes, right? Yeah. So those to me would be roasted carrots. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that's fair. So a glazed carrot to me would have some type of like honey or something on it. Whether it's honey, whether it's some other type of topping concoction that they that it that it's cooked in. Hot like honey would be a great example, I guess. Okay, I don't that's know. Fair if, enough. I don't know if you would glaze carrots and honey, but I don't see why not. Yeah. I've never done it. Just just something along those lines, like something that would give it the the appearance of having a glaze. So like a glazed donut looks like it's got like the that frosting on it, right? Yeah. And it looks like it's got that sheen, that shine, that glazing. I don't think olive oil gives carrots that look, so they wouldn't be considered glazed in my opinion. That's 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 fair. That's fair. I think way too deeply about food. I mean, we're big men. Like, food is something that we're very passionate about. Uh, 12 for me. And now, like, now that I've gotten, like, my three biggest, like, no's out of the way, the rest of my list is stuff that I love. But like you said, just kind of placed out of necessity because the other stuff is so much better. Uh, Quick sidebar. So an example of something for glazed carrots would be brown sugar and butter. Okay. That sounds fantastic though. It, that does sound good. Um so 12 for me is just a salad. Listen, I love me a good salad. Don't get me wrong. I sometimes crave a salad. Like I'll go to the store, I will buy a bag of lettuce mix and just drop dressing in it. Cut open the top, drop dressing in and just eat the salad right out of the fucking bag and eat the whole bag love me a salad definitely really low on my list of things that i want for thanksgiving just based on all my other options i do not want to fill up on salad when i can have potatoes and stuffing and gravy and all the other good stuff right um i love salad it is a little bit higher on my list than it is for you. And that's solely because I have such a weird liking for salad. And I always have that. Like I'm the guy who would consider, and I can tell you, I almost did this on Saturday, despite saying I what I wouldn't. Um, I'm the guy who usually considers going to the salad bar when I go to Texas day, Brazil, because I love salad that much. <laughs> it still doesn't rank. Wait, you fucking went to Texas day, Brazil on Saturday. I sure did. Motherfucker. I've actually never been. Yeah, we keep talking about what need needing to do it, but I'm gonna need uh I'm gonna need like my my two month break. Like, we'll go after the holidays. We'll we'll yeah. go before we'll go before baseball starts. Yeah. All right, cool. We we, we went for a buddy of mine's birthday. He that they planned it that way. Nice. Um, but very, very good. Very good. And um I've but, heard their salad bar there is fantastic. And it is, and the reason it is is because they want you to fill up on salad so you don't eat as much meat. Right. But uh, <laughs> uh, 
motherfucker, this ain't my first rodeo. Like I'm here for the meats, oh, yeah. the salads. Yeah. And they also give you free bottomless mashed potatoes for the same reason. And refillable cheese, cheesy bread bites. And glazed banana things to cleanse your palate to taste the flavors differently. Here's the thing. Just give me the meat and the potatoes. I don't want the salad bar. I don't want the cheesy bites. Oh, it's all involved. It, you want the cheesy bites. I mean, I'm sure I'll have a couple, oh, but no, 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 I don't, no. I don't, I want the meats. Have you, have you had like the cheesy biscuits at Red Lobster? Yeah. I'm not a fan. These are far better. I honestly, I don't understand why people rave about the cheesy biscuits at uh, Red Lobster. Cause I don't think they're that good. It's they a are. fucking K it's a shitty KFC biscuit with some fucking cheddar cheese sprinkled on top. It's they're They're very good. I love them. I always have. It's the only thing I eat. I like from Red Lobster, mostly because it's one of the only things I can eat. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so that was your 12, right, Salad? Yes. All right. What's your number 11? Brussels sprouts. Mine too. Holy shit. Oh, uh, don't yeah. get me wrong. Again, I absolutely love Brussels sprouts, um, but I don't necessarily want them for Thanksgiving. To- and An incredibly fun fact. And I don't know if she'll actually listen to this one. She's been hit or miss of whether or not she tunes in. She hasn't been on the show in a while. Uh, the alley cat makes top notch. Yes, she does. Chef's kiss of Brussels sprouts. Oh my God. I remember the first time she made them when I was over and I was like, oh, cool. Like Brussels sprouts. Like I like Brussels sprouts. Like I'm not upset about this. And then I took a bite of them and I was like, huh? Yeah. And yeah. then I called her the one day because I was coming over. <laughs> Can you make Brussels sprouts? I was like, if I like, I was I'm bringing over steaks. I was like, hey, if I bring Brussels sprouts with me, can you make Brussels your, your Brussels sprouts? She's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, fine. And I came over with like a fucking ten pound bag of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and three <laughs> ten pound steaks. Yeah, I don't fucking cheap out when it comes to meat, man. Yeah, my man brought over steaks the size of my quad, one for each of us. It was disgusting. It was Are so you good. complaining? It was so good. But yes, Brussels sprouts. Uh, I Brussels sprouts would be lower on my list if it wasn't for Alley Cat's Brussels sprouts. Because Brussels sprouts are usually just very boring, very bland. Like They're just okay. boiled and tossed in melted butter, generally. And you're like, okay, whatever. Hers are so damn good. Oven roasted, honey glazed. Like bits of bacon mixed in sometimes yeah oh yeah. god yeah um but yeah they they are very very good but when i when i look at my when i look at my my, my plate my my thanksgiving my ideal thanksgiving plate brussels i see sprouts really aren't on them i see brussels sprouts before i see glazed carrots butternut squash candied yams and cranberry sauce but I don't see them above anything else that's above them on the list. Right. Exactly. Which brings me to my number 10, which is salad. And, okay. You know, for me that, that means either Caesar salad with Caesar dressing and everything else, or like fresh greens with cheese croutons, potentially bacon bits and ranch dressing. Yeah. If it's not that salad doesn't make the list. Sure. Yeah. That's just, I'm very picky about that. It's my childhood speaking to me. That's fair. I, I weird, I weirdly as a kid loved salad and loved milk. Me too. 
like to the point that I would, if I had milk in the house, I would drink milk by the gallon. I, uh, I used to get in trouble with salad when I was working on the ambulance. Like you go to these hospitals, like Buffalo general had a salad bar at the hospital where it was salad by weight. Like you just grabbed your container, filled it up. And then they charged you based on how much it fucking weighed. Yeah. Bro, I was getting $20 fucking salads. (laughs) Yeah, it's like those. uh, That's how they get you, man. It's like those, uh, the ice cream spots where you like go and fill your dish and then like they don't charge you by what you put on it. They, you put it on a scale and they're like, well, here's your $19 Sunday, fat boy. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even fucking mad about a $20 salad like that because they were delicious. Yeah. Um, Salads going to like, you know, back in the days of old country buffet, golden corral, uh, Ponderosa, oh, God, was some of the yeah. best part, right? Yeah. I would always hit the salad bar. Well, at least I would always at least get one small plate of salad just to start my meal. Whenever I went to a buffet like that, my first plate was salad. Whenever yeah. I went to a buffet, like, my first plate is salad. When I go to a Chinese buffet. That's how much I enjoy salad. I didn't realize they did salad at Chinese buffets. I don't really go to Chinese buffets. It's been a while since I've been to one. But um, in a previous in a previous life in a previous relationship, uh, we used to probably once to twice a month hit a local Chinese buffet. And I am not the biggest Chinese food fan. Mm-mm. I'm like General Sao, sweet and sour chicken, and that's I like I like the occasional orange or Szechuan chicken, but. Yeah, that's I, I won't even venture that way. It's general Tsao, sweet and sour, or I really don't care. Yeah. So going to Chinese buffet, those things are out there. And then, you know, you can get lo mein and stuff like that and egg rolls and, you know, other things that I enjoy that are sides. But then, like, you go to some of the bigger ones, they have, like, American fare, where that's where you get, like, your Chinese food chicken wings and you yeah. know, like, little crappy, like, on par with little Caesar's pizza pizzas and but they also yeah. have a salad bar and I so I usually start there because I'm not going to eat a ton of Chinese food so right uh, that's where I go but yeah like and always has to have cheese Ponderosa used to have like the little cubed ham yeah yeah you throw some of that on my salad I'm in I'm pretty sure there's still a Ponderosa in Niagara Falls so I heard I like there was one in Niagara Falls and I know that there was one not in Ellicott I think Springville it's yes. A, yeah. I don't know if it's still open though. We should look into if either of them are still around and just go for nostalgia's sake. Um I would I would go to the one in Springville first, personally. Well, yeah. That's just me. Right. Uh 10 for me. You're going to you're honestly going to lose your mind at this one. Mac and cheese. What? What? Mac and mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving side. I don't want to fucking see mac and cheese at Thanksgiving. Not but only. if it's there, I like it a hell of a lot better than most of the others. The a few of the other things that are available. I will concede to you one one minute thing on that. Mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving meal if it's from a box. Like you are I don't care what form of mac and cheese it is. It's not a Thanksgiving side. It is a Thanksgiving side. 
But if you put up like Kraft mac and cheese, I'm going to slap you. I will eat some, but I will slap you first. Yeah, no, I don't want mac and cheese. If there is mac and cheese, I'm not taking it. Sorry. I can tell you that my mom makes some mean, mean mac and cheese. Yeah, I mean, I got to try a little bit of it after Ben dumped it all over the fucking porch. Yeah. At your your party. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my future brother in law dropped. We we my it's so good and so popular. My mom made two full crockpots and Ben dropped one of the crockpots and broke it and lost most of the mac and cheese in it. Um, that to me qualifies for Thanksgiving because it is homemade, and that's different. I will concede that to you. I still don't want to see it at Thanksgiving though. I'm sorry. I do, mom. If you're listening, make mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. My sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Like, so, so what's your number nine then? Uh, rolls. Oh, no, buddy, it's good old dinner roll. Buddy. You're entitled to your opinion, but you're so wrong. But there's a reason, fine, because of another option that we had. That is much higher on my list. Fair. We'll get there. Yes. You're Rolls. Right. Don't get me wrong. I love me a good roll, but like, yeah, you'll, you'll understand later on why I chose this one lower than the other, but so my number nine might surprise you a little bit. Mm. Gravy. Really? Gravy is that low on your list? Gravy is that low. Gravy is the thing that ties everything together. So I I am the condiment king. Right? Like everything I eat is dipped in something. Like if I'm eating fries, I want to dip it. Like ketchup is my is my bottom of the barrel condiment. I want I want mayonnaise for my fries. Uh, mayonnaise mixed with ketchup, a little mayo chup. Love it. Yeah, that's that's always good. But like uh, that, that's but that's me. I want to dip my stuff in things, and like again, ketchup with with fries is the like okay, fine. I guess I'll use ketchup. Like I don't have any other options. Fine, ketchup. Yeah, there's no ranch. There's no blue cheese. There's no Chick Fil A sauce. There's no like. And honestly, most of the time, I would rather just eat plain French fries without any dip than dip them in just plain ketchup. Yes, um, I will have like an odds are I'll put some ketchup on the side and dip occasionally. Yeah, but like my point is, I am the condiment king. I am the guy who dips and slathers his food in stuff. I always have. I probably always will gravy to me it's this low because like you said it ties it all together but if there's no gravy left i'm not like oh man there's no gravy left well yeah but like i have to have good gravy so gravy is high on my list gravy um see and and again my brain went there are a bunch of other things on this list that we're going to get to that if I walk up and, and realize there is no more and I didn't get any, I am way more upset than there's no more and I didn't get any gravy. 
That's that's fair. why it's that and that was my rationale behind it. That's fair. That is very fair. Um, am I? Is it was your my number eight? Your number eight? Yes. My number eight is going to surprise you for sure. This is where I have cornbread. Really? Because, and I love cornbread. Like warm cornbread is fucking elite. Warm cornbread with cinnamon butter, even fucking better. Here's my problem. Not everyone makes good cornbread. Corn I'll be honest, bread. I've never had bad cornbread. Uh, cornbread, when it is very, very dry and very, very mealy, is not good. And there are people who just don't know how to make it, so it's that light, thick but fluffy delightfulness. Yeah, I can I, understand that. I just, I've never had a piece of cornbread that I didn't enjoy. Yeah, to me, I'm, even bad cornbread is good cornbread because any cornbread is better than no cornbread. I I'm in a world where I have had I've taken a bite of a piece of cornbread and felt like I was doing the cinnamon challenge where that's how dry it was, but like you just start hacking and coughing immediately. Yeah. Um and and I'll I will concede the fact that cornbread has not been a staple of my Thanksgivings. Cornbread is not ever at my Thanksgivings, but it's still very high on my list because if it is there, I'm going to eat an entire pan. So that's like, oh, excuse me. I really tried not to yawn on the air, but I, there was no way I was getting away from that one. Um, but like cornbread for me, like I said, because it's not a staple, and because I've had bad cornbread and I feel like you can go to family functions and people think they're good at making certain things when they're not. Mm-hmm. Like we, we've all got that aunt who's like, oh, I made this. And you're like, great. I won't have any. Hey, did you try it? Yeah, it was really good. No, it's not. It looked terrible and I didn't even want it. Yeah. And like, and cornbread is that thing. Cornbread is the thing that I, I believe is easy enough to do, but also easy enough to screw up. But people like, oh, it's cornbread. It's going to be great. See, here's the thing. I think I love cornbread so much because I lived in the South for a while. I would. And I got real Southern, like, like Midwestern real. Southern cornbread. Like, I got cornbread in Missouri. I got cornbread in Texas. I got cornbread in Oklahoma. Like, Man, also, you've never had sweet tea until you've had a real Southern South Carolina girl make you an entire pot of fucking sweet tea while you're sitting at her house playing video games with her husband. Well, that's a bucket list item for me now. Thanks, buddy. Oh, God. All right. What's your number eight? Uh, Eight for me is going to be candied yams. Just because yams... It's just a different name for sweet potato. Yams and sweet potatoes are the same thing. Um, and I love sweet potatoes. And if there are like baked and glazed sweet potatoes, I want them in my mouth. Fair enough. There's there's really no other explanation to give. I love candy DMs. <laughs> 
and we've already really talked about them, so we'll move on. Uh, seven? So, yeah. Seven for me is going to be butternut squash. I love butternut squash. I actually didn't start eating it till about two, three years ago. Really? Yeah. I always, it was always been there. I've always seen it. Never really knew what it was. Never wanted to try it. And then finally one year I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to give this a try. And I absolutely love it now. So delicious. Hmm. Uh, what is your seven? My number seven is where I have green bean casserole. Okay. Um, again, just I, and, and I would, I did not eat green beans as a kid. They were my sister's favorite vegetable. I despised them. They grew on me during my years working for a meal prep company where it was one of the staples of things you could eat. And a lot of times they were raw. And then it was like, raw green beans dipped in hummus fantastic yeah then i had like during that time frame i had i believe it was uh alley cat's mom's green bean casserole and i was like fuck yeah let's do this and i've never looked back yeah green bean casserole i'm assuming sweet potato casserole is right next to it no oh no, my number six, it's corn. Wow. It's, it, it's a big lump with knobs. It, it has, has the, the juice. juice. It has the juice. Have you ever imagine seen a more beautiful, beautiful thing? thing? Yeah. Corn. Sweet, simple, stays in your poop. Corn. You know, corn is a great way to track your digestive system. Right? You can find out how regular you are and how fast yeah. you move. How fast your system works, you know? Uh, it really does just have the juice. It has the juice. That kid knew what he was talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, six for me is glazed carrots. Okay. I, I love me some good old like baked and glazed carrots they're delicious to me fair enough i you know i said my piece about glazed carrots yep uh there's a dirty joke there somewhere too that we're not gonna take (laughs) uh far more mature podcast than we used to be i wouldn't go that far (laughs) there just hasn't been many opportunities for some zingers in there today yeah very true uh five for me is gonna be corn. Okay. Wow, so yeah. I, I'm I'm I I was I thought I was a little crazy putting corn as high as I had it, but you even had it a, a step further than me. So that's, that's yep. impressive. Yeah, I just I don't know. Like there's just something like the, the corn and the mashed potatoes have to go together. They have to be mixed together. I can't eat corn in one space of my that's just a waste of space that could be used for something else. I'm so, not going to take up two spaces in my lovely fine China for one space for corn, one space for mashed potatoes. No, I'm going to combine the two of them into one space. And for those playing the home game, what he means by lovely fine China is his Burton Ernie sectioned dinner plate with plastic fork and sippy cup. 
don't fucking judge me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I just, I don't know. I like corn. Like I'm never disappointed with corn. It just, it's good. And here's the thing. I don't necessarily need my corn and my mashed potatoes mixed. Oh, I do. I do. I do it at the end when like with however much is left, but during the actual course of eating, my move will be to cut a piece of turkey, get some mashed potatoes on my fork, put the turkey, like stick the turkey and then dip that in the corn. So the corn sticks to the mashed potatoes. See, but here's the thing. You could take out a whole step of that when you mix the corn and mashed potatoes. I don't want to take out the step. The step is part of the process and the process is what makes it good. No, see, like I gotta, I gotta have the corn mixed in. Even like, even when I go to Texas Roadhouse, like I always get corn in loaded mashed potatoes as my sides, and I will mix my corn into my mashed potatoes at Texas Roadhouse. It's just, it has to happen. Yeah, I, I don't go that far, but I do, I do mix them. And again, normally for most of my meal, it's by taking a scoop of mashed potatoes and just dipping it in the corn. And that comes from my childhood and you're never going to take it away from me. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying the way that I have to do it is my corn has to be mixed into my mashed potatoes. I just, I have fun watching the corn stick to the mashed potatoes when I do it that way. Cause I'm a gigantic <laughs> child. Uh, my number five is stuffing. And wow. I don't care how what it could be stovetop it could be homemade i don't care i love stuffing and but it's not i can't believe it's that far down on your list but again you're it's a thing that i only want a little bit of because i don't i like it but i don't want to like fill up on it because the other stuff i want to eat there's also a very funny story in alley cat's family about stuffing where at one point somebody in the family brought a secondary like a second pot of stuffing that they made quote unquote differently um so if somebody wanted stuffing but not necessarily that stuffing there was an alternate stuffing and nobody ate the secondary stuffing uh generally speaking i believe that's how the story goes yeah yeah I'll tell, they, I'll, they, they pulled a, they pulled in, I know how to make stuffing better, so I'm going to make my own stuffing and bring it, and nobody liked it. Uh, I wasn't there for this, so I can't comment on that part, but... That's generally the way that goes. A, a funny story about alternate stuffing. Uh, four for me is gravy. Just because gravy ties all this together. Like, I put all my stuff on my plate, and then everything gets drowned in gravy. Number four for me is rolls under the assumption that we are talking about warm dinner rolls with bars. Yes. Like we're not talking, you know, just like rolls you get from the store that are cold and out of a bag or whatever. Like, no, they got to come out of the oven warm. And this can also be, um, how do I want, like, you, to me, it's interchangeable. Like the, like the, uh, was it the Pillsbury Grand 
yeah rolls like biscuits, those yeah like yeah the the dinner biscuits stuff like that or even just a normal biscuit like that to me is a thanksgiving roll yeah and it is number four because there's nothing better than spreading on butter watching it melt into this liquid lava glory I mean, there's nothing better than going and getting like a uh, a container of the uh, sweet Hawaiian dinner rolls. Oh, the uh, yeah, like the king, the yeah. king Hawaiian, whatever they're called. Uh, popping those on a tray and popping those in the oven for five minutes and warming them up and getting them a nice little, nice little crunch on them. So back before me and you were friends, uh, we used to do. Hawaiian roll breakfast sliders. Oh, so here's the scoop. And I'm going to tell you pro tip. If you made it this far in this episode, uh, you get the bag of Hawaiian, uh, Hawaiian rolls without separating them. You cut the whole loaf in half. Yes. I have seen a lot of people do this. So then you, you basically, you make, I don't know whether you want six to 12 eggs, scramble them and then you bake them in a pan roughly the size of the square of rolls. Sure. You do the same with either bacon or sausage or both. Why wouldn't you do both? It, depending on if you have it or not, because a lot of well, times, that's fair. Because un, un uncased sausage is not the easiest thing to find. Like uncased sure. breakfast sausage. Yeah. So you bake all of that to a point where it's almost done. Then you put it layered on the King's Hawaiian rolls. Then you layer cheese, cheese, whether it be cheddar or American singles or whatever you want to do. Then you put the top on and you you have some pre-melted butter that you drizzle over the top and then you bake all of that together. Mm -hmm. And then when you pull it out, you have the sliders. Yeah, you, you add some uh, some maple syrup to that bitch, and you're good to go. It's delightful. Yes, that sounds absolutely amazing. This was a Sunday morning delight for us for a while. I mean, I just ate, and like I'm fucking hungry, and like chomping at the bit for all this food that we're talking about. No kidding. Um, my number three can you know talking about things layered on top, and then baked after the fact this is where i have sweet tip sweet potato casserole this was something that wouldn't have even been on my list about three years ago and it's become a staple of thanksgiving and i love it it's so good i look forward to the mini marshmallows and especially like the crispy ones on top and then the gooey ones in the middle and i just look forward to all of it that's fair i just i'm not a fan maybe i will give it another go for posterity's sake, if there happens to be sweet potato casserole at my Thanksgiving dinner. Fair enough. Uh, three for me is cornbread. Totally fair. We don't really got to go into depth about that again. Cornbread is fucking amazing. Heard. Uh, two, mashed taters. What in God's name is your number? Is Stuffing's your number one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my God. Number two for me is Mac and cheese. And again, it's got it, but if it's got, if it's got to be homemade to be number two, I have a lot of conditions on my list. Apparently. I mean, that's fair. That's why this is a subjective list. This is our own personal list. 
Yes. This isn't the end all be all of the legendary ranking of sides. It's just the way we see it. Correct. Yeah. So homemade mac and cheese, number two. And my number one is now and forever will be a world without end mashed potatoes. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. I love mashed potatoes, but nothing beats my grandma's recipe for stuffing. So here's the, and maybe, and again, this could be a condition of my childhood. Most of my childhood, it was stovetop stuffing that we had. I'll be honest with you. Three years ago, stuffing would have been very far down my list because nobody actually, my aunts who cook Thanksgiving dinner normally said that they were using my grandma's recipe, but they must've been fucking with it because it was not good. Right. Then my mom made it when we were like all doing our own uh, Thanksgivings for COVID. COVID, COVID holidays were, were fun. And uh, I roll. It blew my mind. Like it completely changed my view on what stuffing could and should be. And that is why stuffing is now number one on my list. If it's my grandma's recipe followed to the letter, not trying to alter it, not trying to make it better. Nope follow it the way grandma wrote it and it's golden here's the other thing for me with mashed potatoes is i enjoy mashed potatoes in two different ways so you you have your normal mashed potatoes which you know you throw you like you you boil the potatoes you strain the water and then you take the, the the potato smasher and go to town or a fork depending on what you have right mama nightmare makes a whipped mashed potatoes. So we get, my parents get farm fresh potatoes from the farm up the road, do the same thing. And then she like, you know, the same way you would with normal mashed potatoes, you put some butter in there. Uh, I've seen some people use sour cream. Mom does that, but then takes the handheld cake mixer yeah, that's the way my mom always makes them, uh, particularly because my dad is got a thing about uh, any kind of lumps in his mashed potatoes. They have to be very creamy mashed potatoes. Right. So my, so my, my dad does not. Did, my parents always did whip mashed potatoes. And, you know, now, like when we're here, we don't have one of those hand whipper things. Yeah. So we do the old school smashing tape, smashing mashed potatoes. See, we used Literally to, we used to potatoes. Yeah. We used to do smashed potatoes, uh, but we, my mom would just quarter the potatoes and boil them. And then you would just grab the quartered potatoes and it would smash your own potatoes. You would just grab a bunch of them, put them on your plate and smash them with a fork on your plate. Right. They weren't like pre-smashed or anything like that. It was just, all right, here's the potatoes, get some, and then smash them yourself on your plate. Yeah, no, my, my mom always whipped them and they were very, very good for the longest time. Again, that was what I knew. Right. Then, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, oh, we're going to mash potatoes. Well, why are they lumpy? But like, I didn't give a shit because they were delightful because yeah. of potatoes. Yeah. My dad just, my mom always made the whipped potatoes um, because my dad has something like from his childhood that he uh, has an aversion to lumps in his potatoes to the point that like when we go to my aunt's house for Thanksgiving, Uh, My dad always inspects the mashed potatoes and like gets the fucking beater uh, and does a good old once over through it to make sure there's no fucking lumps. 
That's funny. But also, my parents have been together for over 30 years, so that's just a normal thing now. Like, right. they don't look at them any weird any weird for, for doing well, that. They don't look at them any weirder than they already do. Well, yeah. I mean, you've met my dad. <laughs> I sure have. He's a great guy. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so excited to eat my fill and watch football. I'm getting, I'm getting two Thanksgivings as well. Are you? Well... I, I will. I'm supposed to get one Sunday with my parents and then we'll see if that actually happens based on snowfall what? and travel, travel ability. Uh, but then obviously we're going to my aunt's house on Thursday. Um, so, I mean, I'll get two regardless, whether that's Sunday and Thursday or Thursday and the following Sunday, I'm going to get two, but Yeah. Uh, I'm only getting one, but it's a combined, um, her family, my family. Oh, fun dinner, dinner and, uh, football all day, all day football. The three Thanksgiving games is one of the best things the NFL's ever done. Yeah. I live for it. The fact that it's going to be nice that the bills game is the early one this year and not the late one. That was yeah. the worst, like eating dinner and then trying to like fight to stay awake to watch the bills game. That was awful. Yeah, that was and, rough. And I'm going to enjoy being off for Thanksgiving and the night and the day after for the first time in a long time for me. Actually, yeah. for probably the first time ever, because even before I worked at day camp, shout out to all my homies that still tune into the show, even though I don't work there anymore. You guys, are the real, you know, you guys, are the realist, but, uh, and sorry, you have to wear masks again. That sucks. I'm my sorry. Beard, what? My, my beard is doing fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they reinstituted the mask rule. But, wonderful uh, oh yeah i gotta love it yeah because covid is such a thing yeah and we'll oh ugh, throwing me off i don't remember what i was saying anymore um but yeah oh so even before that like we would have the like the day after thanksgiving we would have a day-long indoor baseball tournament for 12 and under at the building that i worked at so like i was doing that all the time yeah so it'd be nice to actually like enjoy thanksgiving and then not have anything to do for three days four days yeah, so that'll be awesome. But uh, yeah, and shout out to everybody out there who's dealing with uh, illnesses and stuff right now and, you know, the sicknesses that are going around, because this is what happens when you spend three plus years of your life hiding from everything and staying away from people. Your immune system sucks. So the flu and everything else is really shitty. Uh, I know RSV is going around right now for the kids, for the, especially the youngins, and it's really, mm-hmm. nasty. it's really, really nasty this year. Yeah. Again, this is what happens when we hide from everything in the world like we have for the last three years. Knock it off. Welcome back. We're going to make it. I promise. Yeah, my aunt sent out to text today like, oh, we're going to eat dinner uh, at about like five o'clock, like right after the Bills game. And I'm like, perfect. I'm not leaving my apartment until the Bills game is done. Like, I'm not coming over to your house at one o'clock to watch the Bills game. No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we're... uh... (laughs) I'm, I literally sit there and I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know what? I'm, I'm excited to go over, watch football with the family the way we do drink and then eat and then be like, okay, I'm going to wait. I'm going to take a nap and sober up and we can go home. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not huge on like family get togethers, to be honest. Um, I'm I'm typically one of those like, all right, what time are we eating? Cool. I'm going to show up 20 minutes before we eat and I'm going to be gone like an hour after I finish eating, like in and out the door, two and a half hours tops. 
Yeah. I, the, the family gathering depends on the reason and the size for me. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't need 97 cousins there, but like smaller family gatherings, like the, especially the immediate family. I love doing stuff with my parents. I love doing stuff with her family. Um, oh yeah. You know, stuff like that is, 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 you know, right up, right up my alley. So that's, uh, you know, watching the football game, watching the football game. I'm, I, I assume my family would be there for the game. So that'll be nice. Like, you know, things like that. So yeah, it'll be a good time, man. It'll be fun. Um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to eating my fill and, uh, looking forward to talking. Hopefully, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll do like Thanksgiving desserts next week. If we get an episode in, well, no, who knows? Listen, there's only one Thanksgiving dessert that needs to be talked about because it's apple the only pie. fuck your apple pie, pumpkin pie, bitch. Fuck your pumpkin pie. We're going to fight. All right. We should do a pie eating contest. Episode 100. I, <laughs> I, will, eating I will fuck you up if it's a pumpkin pie. Oh. That thing will be gone in about three seconds. Oh, we're, we because must, my wait. family, my family should know better by now. There needs to be two apple pies. There needs to be an, uh, uh, or pumpkin pies. There needs to be a pumpkin pie for everyone else and a pumpkin pie for me because they get pissed at me because I will take huge slices. And I'm like, listen, would you rather me take like, like a third of this pie in one sitting? Or would you rather me just come up here? every three minutes and just keep taking slices. Like I'm going to take the same amount, right? You're not going to stop me. Uh, this was fun. Yes. We do, to, we do have to start thinking about what we're going to do for episode 100. Yeah, that is creeping up. We are getting there. So, uh, thanks for tuning in guys. Common debauchery, part of the BICBP radio network. Catch us online. BICBP radio.com. Find us on Facebook, common debauchery, like follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends, uh, follow me on Instagram for different, like fun voting bracket things that I've been doing. Cause we don't have our own and I'm not going to make our own Instagram accounts. I have too many of them with everything that I do and I run. So, uh, you're just going to have to go with mine. Uh, and that's, uh, notorious underscore J O Z on Instagram. Uh, you can take part in voting on those. Um, until more people start interacting and following and doing the stuff on the Facebook page, I can do it on there, but you people have to pay attention and do stuff. Um, and you know, I guess all that being said, I'm the nightmare. And I'm rotten Jack. And this has been common, common debauchery. debauchery.